0: It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting
1: world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know
0: what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. (laughs) It's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the
1: sporting world. I don't know what's worse. Uh, Your name for the... (laughs) Oh, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. But it's a
0: terrible Tuesday. I don't know.
1: It's true. So I don't know.
0: And and in a a strange kind of way, it actually kind of fits,
1: too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was worse or that so-called fight that you
0: watched, that you watched the other night, the first round tale. Yes, I did watch it. Jay I, I didn't know it was a concert mainly, and also a couple a so-called minute. fights on the it, side. It, it was it was a concert. It was a smoke fest.
1: It was a money grab. It was. Anything but yeah, a Coke Fest. I don't know what a Smoke Fest, Coke Fest, all that. Jake Paul, Ben Askren. It was bring razor
0: blade and mirror yeah. for sure.
1: First round knockout. Another mismatch. Another money grab. Another pointless pay-per-view. Another money maker for those that were involved. But you know what? With all that being said, I can't fault anyone for being involved in that because they all got paid. And uh, it's great marketing for Jake Paul. Okay, fine. But where is this going? That's what I want to know. All right, what direction do they really want to target? Because I'm telling you, they're not targeting the boxing fan at all. No, no, no. it's the Gen Z, the twenty-something, is what they're going after. I guessed you made Snoop Dogg a focal point of this promotion. You got the drug aspect, you got the weed, you got the ganja, you got the smoke, and then you bring in Oscar De La Hoya. And he's in the middle of this because they want to promote him because this guy is so insane. He thinks that he can be a Bernard Hopkins or a George Foreman and come back and fight. But not fight at the level of what we would think a guy, a Hall of Famer like Delahoya would do. No, he wants to go with this triller garbage that, that we're seeing here. So I'm just not sure, you know, what the current state of this is all about. Now, we know Jake Paul wants to be a boxer. I get that. And he wants to make money at it his own way. Okay. Entrepreneur style. Cool. I'm okay with that. But there's no way in the world he wants to do it the conventional way. He doesn't want to do it as a real boxer because he could never make it. He would have to go through the amateur ranks. He would have to be good enough to to turn pro and to win fights and fight for you know $400 to $500, $1,000, these four-rounders when he first starts out. But he didn't want to do that, so he wanted to create his own niche. And let's remember, folks, that's exactly what this is. This is a niche. This isn't real boxing. This isn't real spectacle. And it, it's terrible to watch if you are a proud boxing fan, but I'm not going to bag too many people if you want to spend your dollars and watch this. Circus But that's what you're doing You're watching a circus
0: Well yeah And let's face it I mean I'll, I'll be totally honest about it He didn't want to climb to the summit He took the helicopter up there And was right. dropped off So And I don't totally blame him for that But you know what There is another sidebar There's no Remember the guy that Jake Paul First made his boxing career Knowing on Nate Robinson Well didn't he Didn't he fight another YouTuber he first He fought somebody else But Nate Robinson right. Was really the one That yeah. the knockout And everything yeah. else Well Nate Robinson says He wants to fight Jake Paul again <laughs> Please He wants a rematch Nate Robinson made $2 million for that fiasco with Jake Paul, and then now has come out and said he didn't take it serious enough, he wasn't trained properly. Reportedly, Floyd Mayweather has said that he's willing to train Nate Robinson for a rematch out there. But Nate wants more time to train, he wants to be able to take it professionally, and obviously... He's going to need more than $2 million this time as well. Where does he get a... Jake Paul's a joke. At least he's knocking people out. Nate Robinson, where do you come off? You talk about something that didn't go through any of the ranks. The only thing you did in a ring was got knocked the blank out. And you and now you want more than $2 million? I think he's the one that also needs to go down and actually work his way up a little bit. You're not a boxer. You're a nothing. And, oh... You didn't take it seriously and wouldn't train properly, so now he wants somebody to train you properly, but you need more than two mil? Come on, man. You're a joke. And let's go back to this. If you remember Nate Robinson,
1: he messed around a little bit with boxing. It wasn't just he picked it up. He always kind of wanted to be a boxer. So he's been in the gym. He's been training. And I remember months before that, he people thought that he would have a legitimate shot because he had a little boxing skill. And he didn't have any boxing skills. So, yeah. you, no, you're right. It's a joke. But... Let's talk about the rest of this card, because you watch uh, the rest of the card, okay? I was kind of sh- surprised that Stevie Cunningham was on this card. I know Antonio Tarver was originally going to be on there against Frank Mir. So Stevie Cunningham... KO's Frank Mir. This isn't a fight. Well he Frank. Knock Muir's him out. A... That fight went the distance. Okay, it went the distance,
0: but Frank Muir's not a boxer. No, he's not. Stevie but, but... Cunningham has been relevant for years. No, but like, like like you said, Stevie Cunningham was a replacement at the the, the last right. minute kind of because Tarver wasn't there. Right. Frank Mir has always considered himself he, he thought he had a better stand-up. But again, Frank Mir, kind of like we say Ben Ashwin was a wrestler. Frank Mir is a black a black belt. <laughs> Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He submits people. That's how he beats them. He had a decent stand-up game for MMA to try to take people down. I actually thought Frank Muir did a semi-respectable job in there because he could take a punch and even got in a couple, but it's not like he was ever going to win. Those skills that you just mentioned,
1: N.A., not applicable. No, not for this. And then you've got one boxing match, a legitimate boxing match. You had Regis Pro Greg in there, defeated another boxer from the Ukraine. Okay, but again, anytime he fought anybody decent, you know, he he was he was in the in that series. Uh, and he got knocked out, and his record's like twenty-five and one. Okay, and the end fine. Of that fight was a total joke, right? He, he low blow, not a low blow. He,
0: it wasn't a low blow, but right. he hit him with a forearm in the kidneys. <laughs> it wasn't point. even a punch.
1: But that's why it this was k- a forearm right. shiver. But see, that's why this clown <laughs> was involved in this. Because no one takes him seriously because he has a, a bad past, a bad background, and can't get any real opponents to fight him. So oh wow, he's he's 25 and one. But no, he's he's not that good of a boxer. But but he, then here's the caveat. Here we go again, back to this. We had a nightclub owner, a British nightclub owner, fight a reggae artist. Who in the hell
0: wanted to see that? This Joe Fortnite, this nightclub owner against Raycon? Come on, man! Yeah, apparently Fournier. I wasn't sure who he was. I didn't know who uh, a nightclub owner. I, I didn't know who who Rika was. He's a chain store owner it, too. But apparently he's in retail. But, but apparently Recon, he's not necessarily a rapper. He's a reggae artist Re- i said reggae reggaeton they call it yeah. it's like rapping and reggae yeah. combined or something okay A- apparently that's what bad bunny does as well A I, fo- I found this out I-, I i thought it was an italian dish it was on special <laughs> at uh, olive garden this month that'd be reggaeton but but apparently it's not but um but yeah so yeah i mean uh, and i found that out from the people i was with they're like no no it's it's reggaeton or reggaeton or regga- whatever it is it's like i don't know I thought Bad Bunny did a better job in the uh, in WWE and WrestleMania. Although, to his credit, he did get the knockout win. So I don't know what and, was... And by the way, Wait. he is also now calling out Jake Paul. Of course <laughs> he is.
1: Now, I don't know what was worse, okay? The boxing or whatever you want to call it. I can't call it pure boxing. Or the actual broadcast, what you
0: watched. And again... Oh, it was the broadcast. And the whole production. Uh- when they sang the national anthem, the... Woman lip-synced it, and they forgot to turn the tape on. She was singing it that first half of the National Anthem. Her lips were moving, but there was no noise. That's how bad the production was. That's why it's Triller and not Thriller. Worse (laughs) than Roseanne Barr? It was tape. Uh, she was literally, her lips were moving, and I'm like, what is she singing? Worse than Milli Vanilli? And then all of a sudden, you heard the national <laughs> anthem kind of click in half, towards the halfway. And the home of the. Oh! And you see, oh, that's well, my point. That's what she's singing. That's my point. This is all a joke. Okay. 100%. What you're
1: trying to create here, it is the XFL. Okay, the XFL said, hey, you know, we're going to try to you know make, uh, make it football, but we're going to throw in all these other goofy rules to just. Make it ludicrous, and that's what they're doing there. So I don't but know what they're the trying episode. to imitate or emulate here. They're but, not. It's not. They're really trying to legitimize this, and it, and you can't legitimize this. It's a joke from the concerts to the matchups to everything else. And let's go to the broadcast where they have Oscar De La Hoya and our good friend Al Bernstein, who was part of it. Poor Al, I feel bad for that, but unbelievable, Oscar De La Hoya who's supposed to be fighting. Now they bring him in to hype up
2: his next fight and they put him in the broadcast and this is what it sounds like? I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. I will fight till the end. I will bleed till the end. And I will go down till the end. Tiny Tiny ring. USSR baby, USSR. Oscar's definitely high, I can tell you that. Oh Snoop Dogg, I love you. (laughs) What what gave him away? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just a little hush puppy. You're a hush puppy. In the okay. Snoop Doggy world. I love I love cunninghams physique. Look at Look at—he looks like a Adonis. He looks like—he looks beautiful. He looks in shape. The real deal. He's the USSA baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a part of the Navy for years—for four years. So he's oh, not oh, the nice, oh. USSA. He's fighting USSA baby against USSA. Frank Mir is doing incredible. So it's like a balloon. It's like a balloon. You have a balloon. You keep pounding the balloon. Pound it. Pound it. The air comes out. Right. Keep throwing. Frank Mir. Keep throwing. Go. 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 That's Deflate it. the balloon, baby. Deflate the balloon, Frank Mir. Let's go. Yeah. Imagine. Man. Imagine. Imagine the Golden Boy and Snoop in the same room, baby. In the same room. Let's go, baby. USSR. So. The USSA. Is <laughs> all about being a professional fighter. Faint USC. him. Faint him. U.S.A. U.S.A., USSA, baby.
1: Yeah. U.S.A. You were actually watching this at, at a local establishment. They had this sound on. Yes, the sound was this on. This is real. This is not your This, what, Oscar, that
0: was Oscar De La Hoya. Unbelievable. No, it was Oscar de La Hoya and he's talking about Cunningham, the guy that you mentioned yeah. that's fighting Frank Mir, who was the last minute filling. And he's like just he's just enamored with his physique and everything. Stevie Cunningham was I, one time a very he was a former world champion. Yeah, and, and then he's talking about how Mir, Mirror, quit leaning on him quit Frank Mir's only chance was using his size and trying to lean on him and tie him up and then and then throw a jab here or there or something. And Oscar's telling him, don't do that. But he's just enamored with his physique. They're talking over everybody the entire time. Everybody up there is basically high, whether intentionally or not, because of the contact high and everything. They're almost bragging about it. Mario Lopez is part of it. Pete Davidson is the one that interviewed Jake Paul and Ben Askren before their fight. The guy from Saturday Night Live, and when he talked to uh, Jake Paul, he was mumbling so much you literally couldn't understand a word he was saying. It was the worst produced thing I've ever seen. Wayne and Garth had better production value in the basement of their Access TV show. So let me ask you this, since you watch this, and everybody say he's high. I mean, he sounds high. There's no question. Is this high before he comes on the air, or what? He, he, he seemed like he was high before he came on air because he kind of sat right down and started talking right away. Because so he, it's not like he got high in that two seconds before he started okay, talking.
1: Because there, there's not like smoke. And, I mean, people aren't lighting up inside this arena, not right? Not that I noticed, but it wouldn't surprise me. This was sanctioned by the Georgia Athletic Commission, too.
0: But it wouldn't surprise me if Snoop Dogg and them were. And again, they had so many people on there. All they were doing was talking over each other. This sounds nothing like Oscar, though. I mean, it sounds like even when Oscar's drunk. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I like don't know this. if he was it's drunk weird. or high or what he was, but it, I don't think anybody up there was the normal self. Because can you go There was a lot of things, you know. Oh. And, and, and you know why Al Bernstein it has got to be just so. Oh, I felt so bad for him up there. Unbelievable. He was sitting
1: there like, please somebody just get me the hell yes, out of here. Yes, and he doesn't want to talk about this at all. I can't. I can't blame him.
0: So, I don't know. This it's it, it, it's a joke. Uh, please. Well, even at the end, I again, anybody. I don't know if you saw the very end of it, because you said you didn't watch it, but no. when Jake Paul won his fight, he climbed out of the ring, he climbed over all the uh, announce tables and everything to get up there with Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg was like, man, you a bad MF. You, I mean, it's like, all of a sudden, and they're 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 bro-hugging and everything else out there, and you could tell that it was like they couldn't wait to get to the after party, which apparently Jake Paul had had at somebody's mansion where they had a ring set up, and Apparently, everybody was getting high in that afterwards, if you weren't already. I'm assuming that after the fight, maybe there wasn't piss test for drugs or something, because uh, I don't know that anybody would have passed it. Let's remember what this is. Like I said, it's a
1: niche. It's entertainment. That's all it is. It's the three-ring circus. And it's the circus, and don't think that any of these guys, including Jake Paul, are going to be fighting for any championship belts or any real money anytime soon. Well, Not happening.
0: Well, I mean, a, a couple million, depending on what you call real money. Again, yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly how much I meant, but they did have belts. Every single fight had a belt oh. that got presented to it. And, and I, said, real every, I said oh, and real belts Every single fight had yeah.
1: a belt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A million two, this and that, that, that. that's not real money in in world championship boxing. And uh, yeah, these are no WBC belts. I, I'm done. I, I could do the whole the the whole segment on this. I we, uh,
0: unbelievable. Go take it away, please. All right. Well, let's talk about somebody who actually knows how to fight a little bit, but she didn't have to. I don't know if you saw this story, but U.S. Olympic karate and seven-time national champion uh, karate fighter Sakura Kokume was out working out in Orange Park, just doing some exercises and working out on that. She's getting ready for the Olympics coming up once again. When all of a sudden, some guy, and to her credit, she turned on her camera to start videotaping it because she had a feeling that something was kind of weird there. She was just doing some push-ups and other things uh, in the park. And this 25-year-old guy comes up, and he just starts kind of just screaming at her and berating her and calling her Chinese and saying this and that. It was an Asian hate-type thing or whatever. Saying, you don't want no part of me. Don't be looking at me. And she's like, I'm not looking at anything. And she was kind of laughing about it. And he's like, I will I will F you up. I will beat your, um, you know, I'm six feet away. Come on, do something. And, and you watch the video, and this guy is just totally trying to get something now. I have to admit, watching the video, I was thinking to myself, please, as a karate champion, go up there and just beat the living hell out of it. That's him. what I'm waiting for here. Which she never did. Oh, she wow. just kind of laughed about it all. She videotaped it. She reported to the police that this guy was walking around for fear of somebody else. Well, it turns out that the police were actually glad that she reported this guy. 25-year-old Michael Orlando Vivona, who earlier that month actually punched a 79-year-old Asian man and his 80-year-old wife in the face. This guy has been charged with and found guilty of hate crimes before, beating up Asian people. He also accosted another person earlier in the month that they found out. So by her videotaping this and not getting involved in that, he's now facing charges in that. But it's like, what is this guy doing? He's literally going around just looking at it. And he, by the way, he called her Chinese and said other some uh, some other derogatory term that you can't really totally make out audibly. She's Japanese. <laughs> not, not that he would know the oh, difference right, or care, right, right. but, you know, he's just walking around. Just Jeez. She's literally just standing there doing her workout, trying to get a little workout and exercise. And he comes up and just starts challenging. you want to beat me? You want to? It's like, and and, the, and, and the, he's a big guy. But she's, and he goes, you're little. I'll, I'll beat your, oh, and she was talking on the phone to somebody. And he's like, yeah, that your boyfriend or your husband? I'll beat the blank out of them as well. And she's like, you yeah, okay? <laughs> She's just kind of laughing the whole time. You better not be eyeballing me. Don't be turning around looking at me. She's like, "I'm not looking at you. I don't care." <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, we, we thought it was
1: bad. We couldn't watch Jeopardy the last couple of weeks because of Aaron Rodgers. Right? Yes, at least
0: that's over now. Yeah. Guess who's coming next? Did you hear? I I'm sure it was on last night, but I missed it. I don't know if it was on last night. I just know it's well. No, because Monday is a new week when they oh. start the new people. Well, I don't that, know, who... but I didn't catch who the who the host was well, I don't, the don't the know who the host. Weeks. I don't know who the host was last night.
1: But uh, I got news that coming up, Joe Buck is going to get his shot at Jeopardy. I don't want to see Joe Buck on Sunday afternoons. I sure in the heck don't want to see him Monday through Friday night trying to think that he could be Alex Trebek. Where is this thing going? When is it going to end? We've seen great game shows last for time and time, and they would replace a legendary game show host like Bill Cullen back in the day. Uh, The list goes on and on and on with, with great guys. I mean, come on. Wink Martindale. Why are we doing this joke of a thing on one of
0: the most prestigious and respected game shows of all time? Well, I think one of the reasons they're doing it is because Ken Jennings, the guy that most people think should probably get the gig, because he won championships. And when he did it, his his, his guest appearance, when he filled in, he actually did a very good okay, job. Okay, then give him the job. You know, I don't well, know if he's a pro. there's a problem he can't. There's a problem why they can't give him the job right now because before Alex passed away he had signed a contract and him and a couple other guys do a thing called The Chase over on ABC so they're doing a different type of game show with questions on that so he had to uh okay. step away from Jeopardy. Now remember out, out here people think oh yeah well Jeopardy it's on CBS well Jeopardy is something that one of those things that syndicated out yes. it might be CBS here yeah, in Vegas yeah. it might be Fox someplace else it might be ABC so it's kind of all over but that's why ken jennings hasn't got it i kind of hope that they do give it to ken jennings because i did think he did a good job and i don't know where they came up with a list of how they decided to try some of these other people because some of them are stiff some of them are boring some of them don't know they're what just they're going doing for
1: name recognition well, yeah. and, and that's all and, 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 yeah sometimes and, and the name recognition, facial recognition isn't recognition.
0: good. yeah i i i just hope that jake paul week passes soon yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> terrible Tuesday. If you got any Terrible Tuesday
1: takes, uh, hit us on Twitter at TCMartin21, at VGKFrank as well, too. And, uh, yes, uh, just some terrible, terrible television, whether it's pay-per-view or syndication, whatever. Unbelievable. There it is.